I'm Mary Obana. I help people get unstuck. We are all meant to have full joy, pure love, complete fulfillment, and peace. You know what else? Each of us has a light, a unique gift that we are to find and share with the world. It's why we're here. It's who we're meant to be. But sometimes we can get stuck. Join me as I work with spirit to help people from all walks of life receive the messages they need to hear so they can understand what's standing in the way of all the joy, fulfillment, love, and peace they are meant to have so they can get on with a life they're meant to live so they can shine. Real people, real stories, starting now. Hi there and welcome. I'm so glad you're here today because we are going to be discussing how our thoughts, our words, and our actions, all those things we put out in the world, affect those around us in profound and often unexpected ways. Sometimes with everything that's going on, it's hard to remember that we're all connected. Sometimes it doesn't feel like that. Sometimes we can forget. Your energy, your outlook has a way of impacting those around you in ways we don't even see and sometimes in ways we don't appreciate until much later. Our thoughts, our words, our actions have causes and effects. Let's start with thoughts. So our thoughts are our first level of creation. Everything we see started with a thought. So thoughts are really powerful. What we think impacts outcomes. There's a professor and chairman of the psychology department at Harvard. He was back in the 90s. His name is Robert Rosenthal, and he's ranked as one of the most cited psychologists of the 20th century. He devoted much of his life to the study of nonverbal communication. The Pygmalion effect, or Rosenthal effect as it's called, is the studied phenomenon of how thoughts influence outcomes, how high expectations lead to better performance and low expectations lead to poorer performance. This was applied to teachers in classrooms and even to laboratory rats, which I found particularly interesting. So the story goes that late one night, Rosenthal put signs on random rat cages in his lab. Some of those cages he marked as smart, and some he marked with signs that said dumb. He then brought researchers into his lab and assigned each of them a rat, noting that some were incredibly smart and some of these rats were incredibly dumb. Their job was to run their rat through a maze over the course of a week, and the results were crazy. The smart rats performed almost twice as well as the dumb rats, even though they were all the same rats. There were all these albino lab rats. They didn't have any distinction. What he discovered is that the expectations the researchers had in their thoughts actually translated into behavioral changes in those rats. Their body language, the way they held them, the way they thought of them, all those thoughts influenced the outcomes. Wow. The second example 
is what Japanese scientist Masaru Imoro discovered and documented in his New York Times bestselling book, The Hidden Messages of Water. So he too set out to understand how our thoughts and intentions can affect physical outcomes. In his book, he demonstrates how when different bottles of purified water were exposed to loving, compassionate thoughts, things like gratitude, peace, love, when the water was frozen, beautiful, geometrically symmetrical crystal formations were found. Conversely, bottles of the same water exposed to fearful, discordant, negative, hateful thoughts, such as you disgust me, resulted in disfigured, disconnected, aesthetically unpleasant physical molecular formations. Wow. That's wild, right? If water is affected by intentions, energies, and words, then it has to make you wonder, what about human beings who are comprised of mostly water? That's crazy to think about. But it makes sense. We all are energy, and you can imagine how negative or positive thoughts, all those vibrations impact those around us. Again, cause and effect. We know our thoughts turn into words. I came upon a story this week that struck me, so much so that I invited the person who wrote it to join us today. I'd like to introduce Kate Mayer. Kate joins us from London. Welcome, Kate. Hi, Mary. Oh, it's so nice to have you here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. So, Kate, we're discussing in this episode how we are all connected and that our thoughts, words, and actions affect others. I was so struck by the recent experience you shared about your son, Arlo, in a social media post. Can you explain what happened? Yeah, sure. So, um, Arlo is 11. He's literally just got his first phone, just got his keys to the front door and just found his freedom and had gone off to the skate park to meet his friends. And, um, you know, the first it's only the second time. And the first time I actually rang his dad and said, am I OK to, to, to let him go? <laughs> um, I just felt like, oh, my gosh, my baby's my baby's gone anyway and so I was actually on a zoom call work call and I a random number came up on my phone and um nobody was on the I couldn't couldn't hear the person on the other end I had three calls and then then a call from Arlo and and mom mom I think I've dislocated my wrist um I'm in the skate park and I think I I think I've dislocated it (laughs) and I said to him are you, are you sure? Can you send me a photo? Prove <laughs> <laughs> it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I mean, it was so fortunate. He was actually on his own. His friends had already left, but there were so many lovely people around um, who looked after him, who called an ambulance, and um, and then when the par- I, I don't drive, so and he was two bus rides away from home, so it was a bit of a well I live right next to the hospital so shall I just meet you there mm-hmm. so the paramedic was talking to me and, and you know and, and as a mom I was kind of mortified really that my son was on his own in an ambulance um and I couldn't be there I couldn't I couldn't be with him and I so I'm here crying he's Aww. he's absolutely fine because he's getting a ride in an ambulance how cool <laughs> is that you know he's like but mom, I'm in an ambulance. <laughs> you know, 
great adventure <laughs> oh yeah Ma- amazing adventure and they put this big orange uh splint thing and it was like uh they they, they uh, it feels like it's got little polystyrene balls in and they suck the air out a bit like when you vac pack your clothes to go into mm-hmm. the bed kind of thing and it sort of vac packed his arm and he was just like oh man i've got this cool thing on my arm and you know it was just for him just an adventure you know he just uh, and and so my, i picked his little brother up from school and we went and we went to the hospital and we were standing in the ambulance bay waiting watching all the ambulances come in and we saw that the ambulance guy got out with a Darth Vader rucksack on and my little one really went mommy he's in that one (laughs) (laughs) and um and there he was big smile on his face you know he just I don't know like he just took it so much in his stride and when I looked at his arm, I was just like, oh my God, it was visibly bent. You could oh see the gosh. bend in it. And, you know, it's just like, sh- he's not going straight home. That That's not, you don't just put a plaster cast on that and, and hope for the best. That looks like it needs some work. <laughs> exactly. And yet, what did he say? He couldn't wait to tell his friends about it, right? Oh, <laughs> he's like, mom, mom, you have to get me on the Wi-Fi so I can call my friends. I've got no signal. I need to show them this. I need to show them this, that the, the, oh, this is so rad. I need to show them the bend in my arm, mom. This is like so cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I was like, oh gosh. Yeah. What a so. perspective. And then what he was on, he had that remote control for the bed and he was. Oh yeah. So fascinated. We, I mean, yeah, we, cause they obviously, we had to stay the night. So they, they immobilized it just to make him a bit comfortable for the night so that they could operate in the morning. And he's like, he went in the, you know, the, the room, mom, I can't believe it. This is like a hotel. And what? I've got remote control for the bed. The bed goes up and down. I've got a buzzer for the nurse. I'm just, he, he couldn't believe it. We've got our own bathroom. <laughs> this is so cool, mom. And they're going to, the woman came around with the menu and she's reading off all the desserts. They've got trifle. Mom, they've got trifle. <laughs> Take the trifle. He wants the trifle. <laughs> oh my gosh. Unbelievable. And then he had the yeah. operation, right? And then uh, uh, what did he say after, which I loved about his sleep or something? It was so um, cute. Yeah, mom, normally it takes me ages to get to sleep. And literally two seconds, I was gone. And it felt like two minutes. I was asleep for two hours, mom. I mean, it was the best sleep I've ever had. It was brilliant. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. What an amazing outlook, right? And I I have to wonder, too, you know, how that positive mindset affected that surgeon and the, and the staff caring for him. Right. I mean, it's all affects other people. It's got it. They must yeah. just have loved him, you know, and wanted yeah. to help him. Oh. And do you know what though? They were all so, so lovely, so kind. And he just kept saying, mom, I feel so special. I feel like yeah. everybody has been so, so nice to me, mom. And so like, they really care about me, mom. And that they, they, they keep asking me, what my name is and when was my birthday and they keep checking and they keep making sure they've got it all right. And I just feel so special, mom. Oh my goodness. Um, So I think, you know, it was reciprocal. I think they treated him so well and he really appreciated that. And then, Mm. you know, that made him happier and it it goes around, doesn't it? It's like, um, 
what, what did they say? What goes around comes around. Yes, so, it's true. Yeah. It is so true. Yeah. We're all connected. Cause and effect, you know, I think it's mm-hmm. so true. And mm-hmm. how's he doing today? Oh, he's all good. He's oh, all good. God. So he's um, he, he's still, he's got a half cast on. They just yeah. put the half cast because he had to have wires. So I think they leave it for a, they leave it for a week to make sure there's no swelling. Then they re-X-ray it and then they put the full cast on. So at the moment, he's still he's still kind of keeping it quite you know he's protected you know he's he's not he's he's feeling a little bit fragile so yes. he's doesn't want anyone go, jumping around near him and stuff just <laughs> in case it gets bashed because his little brother is uh quite boisterous <laughs> um, but no he's 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 all good he's he's um he's happy and yeah Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. And the thing about, I mean, this 11 year old boy, how he has this innate, just incredibly positive outlook is so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And the thing about it too, is the story doesn't end there. So your decision to share this beautiful story um, on social media had effects of its own, didn't it? Mm, yeah. So, I mean, I always think twice about putting my kids on Facebook it's not it's not something I do lightly and um Arlo always says mom don't exploit me on Facebook (laughs) (laughs) so I'm conscious of his feelings and everything else but I just felt like it was just such an amazing lesson for for me and that if it was an amazing lesson for me then perhaps it would also inspire others you know just to take such a an experience that he could have been you know he didn't even cry throughout the whole thing he didn't even cry and he said mom they were saying to me at the skate park I can't believe how messed up your arm is and you're not even crying but I just didn't feel upset and 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 you know he could have seen all the negative stuff but he chose to focus on every little tiny good bit and I know um you know I listen to Esther Hicks a lot um Abraham Hicks a lot yeah and that whole momentum thing of focusing on one small thing and then another thing and you you start the momentum and you start it rolling and 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 I saw that you know and I and I thought this is a nice thing to share and let me just see and I, I honestly didn't expect so much love to come back and you know he I don't know I I didn't check but last when I looked a few days ago it was sort of 1.5 thousand likes and gosh knows how many comments and I know it's incredible and really amazing it's so beautiful and I love the comments because you know it's evidence of how again our actions affect other people and how what we put Mm. out there does have energy and, Mm. um, and how we are really all connected. I mean, some of the comments were things like, and I've just pulled some of them, which I thought were so beautiful, you know, what an inspiration, what a great post to wake up to made my day. What a great attitude. Mm -hmm. What a beautiful lesson for all of us makes my heart sing. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, even the action of you taking, um, the the opportunity to to share this beautiful story and what Arlo did and how he responded to this situation had its own effects. Um, and I just I you know it's amazing how when you put your energy toward good and positive things, how that can rub off on other people, right? <laughs> mm, absolutely. I mean, I'm all for that. You know, I just think 
I think energy is infectious. Yeah. And, you know, there's a there's a thing that like one bad apple will turn will turn the whole cart, you know, but I think good energy is the same, you know, you, you, the more you can spread it, the more it permeates it spreads. And, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. 100% so, Well, this is a beautiful example of how our thoughts affect our experiences and a reminder that we always have a choice of how we respond to our circumstances. And, you know, it's all about the energy we bring to each, each moment. Such a wonderful lesson from Arlo. And thank you, Kate, for sharing that with us. Our actions do have impact and um, actions of kindness in particular. I read this story about a boy who was walking home from school with a big stack of books, and he was new to the area and a little awkward. A big pack of kids came behind him and pushed him over, and his glasses fell off and the books scattered everywhere. Another boy was walking behind him and saw the whole thing happen. He immediately went up to the boy and handed him his glasses and helped him up, and together they picked up all the books. These boys would go on to become great friends. Fast forward, that boy with the books would become the high school valedictorian. And in his graduation speech, he talked about how small acts of kindness can change the world because it changed his. He went on to share a story that recounted that day he was walking home from school. He had emptied his locker because he didn't want his mom to have to clean it out. He had planned to take his life that weekend, but an act of kindness changed his mind. In that moment, he felt that someone cared. His friend never knew that story. He heard it for the first time as he listened in the audience that day. Emerson once said, you cannot do a kindness too soon, for you never know how soon it will be too late. Wow. Cause and effect. My book, Shine, A Simple Guide to Finding Your Light and Letting It Shine on the World, was written for those who have that feeling that sense that there's something more for them, more to discover, more to do, for those who have reached that point where they are seeking to find a deeper meaning in their lives, more fulfillment, an awakening maybe. Each and every one of us has a special light, that gift within us that makes us who we are. Whether it's the art you create that brings joy to others, the effortless way you make those around you feel important, or your insatiable positivity. Lights are as unique as each one of us. That light is your own unique brand of love. You are to find that light. It's why you're here. But the power of that light is in its connection. One point of light alone is small. Light, when it's allowed to spread, is big. Connectedness is the greatest expression of love. When we shine, we ignite the light in others too. We are all connected. Our thoughts, words, and actions impact others. Shine your light. This is how you change the world. The law of cause and effect is immutable. Sometimes we can forget that we live amidst this law every day and in every moment. Sometimes that law manifests more obviously, but the ones that are less obvious are equally as powerful and as real. Our thoughts, our words, and our actions, all of it, are what we put out in the world, affecting our families, our friends, our communities, everyone. In every moment, whether we know it or not, we are all connected. And just like Arlo, 
we always have a choice. In these days, in our world, let's all choose wisely for the sake of all of us. Thanks for joining me today. Remember, let's always be kind and shine. You never know how you might be impacting someone else. Take it easy. 